0: amanda please and ed how's it going it's good man what's (laughs) why did you do the old amanda show I don't know, man. I, I got it wrong on purpose. Y'all, we're talking about video makers. This is the Never Ending Adventure Podcast. I am Russell, and my co-host is DJ Nettie P as always. Yeah. On. Uh, <laughs> I got a DJ name too. I just y'all know how I feel about being called that. Um, but anyways, yeah, cool episode. The reason I started with that was because we we really get like the first Check, please. Is it the
1: first check, please, or is it just my mind, my imagination making that up? No, it's the first one in the show for sure. It comes oh. up again, I think it's season five. They like they kind of reference back to this episode really great like Shelby callback, I think i I like it. I
0: think that's like one of my favorite parts of this episode. It's just the introduction to this like bit that's supposed to reference kind of like the sitcom, you know, yeah. like the like stereotypical yeah. sitcom thing. It's good. It's real good. Um, but man, we, we open up and, and Finn and Jake have created a movie club.
1: And yeah, I, I I love that. I think it's awesome. I love that we just get... And, and actually, we get all of the main characters that we have met from the show so far, except for Ice King, uh, in this episode.
0: So many characters. Yeah. yeah. I was and, I was wondering about that. Is there a reason for that? Are we finally going to get into it? What is happening with this? Why is
1: everybody I, there? I think it makes it at least a little bit more canonical. Like, you know how we always jump in and we say we love those canon episodes that make it feel like it's an expanding universe and, you know, things that happened 10 episodes ago don't just, like, disappear. So I think it's really cool that we see these people interacting. We see LSP interacting with Peppermint Butler. We see tree trunks in the same room as, like, Marceline and Princess Bubblegum. So, like, I think that that's the... The good part about this episode is just kind of bringing that universe together that not everything has to live exclusively, you know, all Tree Trunks episodes are only in her house in the woods, you know? True. Very true.
0: Yeah. And and even we get to see a little bit of like kind of catching us back up. LSP is maybe still living in the woods. We don't really know. But we do know she's in Ooh, and she's hanging out with Finn and Jake and everybody and they've created this wonderful club that get everyone together once a week and watch a cool movie from prior to the Mushroom War, which, again, I think that's one of the first times, maybe the first time they mentioned that by name, right?
1: It is the first time they've mentioned it by name. I think they've mentioned vaguely there being like an old war or something, but this is the official titling of the Mushroom War. And it's important, even the way that Jake references it, in this episode is he's like this technology is from before the mushroom war and it's just basically like you know a super 8 camera or i don't know was it it was a super 8 or was it a digital camera
0: man i don't know i that's beyond me i think it was <laughs> a super 8 or something like that i don't think yeah. it was just like a uh, uh whatever the digital camera i don't know can't yeah. think of the initials of it. <laughs> I'm <laughs> so, so out of photography at the moment. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, regardless, DSLR, or yeah. whatever
1: it is. Yeah. It's it's definitely a, kind of uh, the official statement that there was a mushroom war. And that makes you think about, you know, in Adventure Time world, you're like, that makes you think about like little mushroom people because everything is like sentient in Adventure Time. But in, the, in reality, you also are like, oh, mushroom, like mushroom cloud. Like, oh, my gosh. You think you know? that's what
0: it was? Yes, I
1: I think that that's more of what they were leaning towards, you know. Okay. Well, all right. Well, like atomic bomb level stuff, like just nukes. That's what I, that's, that's, and and I won't throw spoiler drops at you that way, but that's, that's definitely at least what the writers meant for sure. But I don't, I don't know if people in, in ooh, right. I don't know if Finn and Jake think about that. They don't they probably don't think about it being an atomic bomb. They just probably well, we think do it see could have bombs been bombs all over the place. Exactly. There are
0: bombs on the ground and like every other scene, you know, around old ancient civilizations and yeah. stuff like that, like the old rundown buildings and cop cars everywhere and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I I anyways, I thought that was cool. And then also we get to see Marceline and Princess Bubblegum kind of connected by mutual friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've talked about, they have uh, a history together and a couple episodes back, we got to see their first interaction yeah. in the show, like where they talk to each other, mm-hmm. you know, and and uh, that was a really cool moment. And this, they don't really interact and they seem to be getting along. We don't see any pranks happening. They're just kind of hanging out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, they're hanging out here and, I don't know. You can kind of tell Princess Bubblegum is a little bit less stressed out because she's not in her own kingdom. She's not having to, like, play the part of the princess or the queen or whatever. So I think we see some PB with her guard down. Um, well, you know. her,
0: her clothing
1: even shows yeah. that. She's wearing a sweatshirt. And I
0: got to say, it's my favorite PB outfit to date. Yeah. You think I, you just, like, because it like humanizes her a
1: little bit more? Yeah.
0: I think so. I, it makes her look more likable. It makes me, like, want to not hate on Princess Bubblegum a little bit because she just seems like a chill, you know, girl. I don't
1: yeah. know. Yeah. I think she's so chill when she is not doing, like, kingdomly duties. And I think that that it feels pretty consistent across the show that every time they kind of come around and she's just going off with Finn and Jake to do something else, there's not an issue, there's not a problem. She cuts loose. She's really cool. Like. That's I think even why Finn has a crush on her. He he sees that side of her, you know. Yeah,
0: but we did see her drinking from a cup that has a candy person in it, and
1: that (laughs) is not cool. (laughs) Candy people, or is it like I don't know? She has a special brand of soda that's called like sentient soda or something like that, you know. Messed up, dude. It's messed up. There's no way around it. And it's got a. It's frowning. It has like a little sad face on it too. So I was like, in her most chill moment. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's still, not. still being tyrannical
0: gosh dang it dude well i wanted to know i mean we didn't really catch up at the beginning of this episode but before we hop too deep into this episode mm-hmm. we got a couple of things we want to address let's let's first get to a little segment we like to call the traveler's log people yeah. have emailed us questions thoughts that just appreciation for the show uh yeah. i think we've got two emails real fast that we can kind of skim through and discuss. Ned, do you yeah. have the first one for us?
1: Yeah, I got the first one here. This one comes from Robbie, who sent us a great email with a little bit of love, you know, saying that they they love the podcast and everything. But they had a great, um, I think this is a I would I would call this a theoretically speaking here. Theoretically speaking. Uh, and a spoiler drop because it's a little bit getting into some stuff with Billy in the future and kind of what happened, happens-ish with Billy. So Uh, apologies, Russell. You're going to get a little bit of a spoiler drop, but I think it's not going to ruin anything for you. uh, (laughs) Please. There you go. I'm ready. (laughs) So, yeah, I'm not going to make you mute or, or or go (laughs) offline (laughs) for this part. Uh, but Robbie's theory about, um, Billy as it comes to the Lich as well is that, uh, Billy's actually playing. Have you ever heard of like the snail deal? Um, no, where you can be immortal, but, Oh, uh, we get a run from the snail. Yeah, there will always yeah. be a snail that's coming after you. Um, Terrifying your whole entire life, and if it touches you, you die. Um, yeah, so, I don't know if I could do that. I've I've thought about that situation a lot. And yeah, I think it it's terrifies me. That back of the head, like always being Forever. scared,
0: always. Yeah. And a snail could come out of anywhere.
1: Yeah. You know, I don't know. It's very it's very much like the movie. It follows. If I don't I, I don't know if you've seen. it. It's this old. Or, nope, you know, I'm a coward. We know yeah, that. That's a scary movie, but but the same concept kind of that like you always have a slow person always chasing after you forever. Like, oh, gotcha. Very scary. But they're saying that that's actually the reason the snails in every episode of the show is because he's on his way to get Billy. Oh, um, shoot. And that when Billy dies, you know, it's actually not the lich. But it's because the snail touched him, and that would explain ah! why Billy's alive think? with the hole in his chest. So, do you like that theory? How do you feel about that? I I like that theory, but I wish if if that theory were to be true, we would just need a little bit more evidence that the snail deal was offered, or like if Billy mentioned like I took a bad deal and now I'm immortal, just something very, you know, if yeah, they just dropped yeah. a little hint, then I'd love that theory. But I think. They, they don't really go to, they really don't do a lot of Billy lore. You know, mm-hmm. That's and I think that's because it's that's the show's all about Finn, you know?
0: Yeah, that's a shame. Well, I like the theory. I, I don't really know much about Billy yet or really the snail. We haven't seen him other than just being in little scenes, but yeah, that's a cool theory. I think I've had crazier theories that listeners and people on TikTok have been like, you're crazy. That's not real. You don't know the show. And I'm like, I don't.
1: Yeah. I <laughs> yeah. I saw some of those comments too. And uh, they're like, dude, you don't even know what you're talking about. And you're like, exactly. That's, that's why that's the, point you know, of the podcast, <laughs> you know, how do you, how do you tell us you don't listen to the podcast without telling us you don't listen to the podcast? <laughs>
0: wow, dude, you're so hip. That was such uh, a great bro. reference. Um, uh, no, I totally agree though. Um, well, man, thank you, Robbie. We get another one from Derek uh, and a lot of it's just kind of saying thank you and how much he loves us and loves the podcast. Um, but he doesn't say it that way. Yes. Um,
1: so says we don't he appreciates, know what you
0: sound like, Derek. No, I, I, let's give him a voice. Um, I appreciate how much... No, it doesn't sound like <laughs> that. <laughs> how much y'all trying to be respectful for... Uh, or respective in areas that you may not be very familiar with, while also trying to take multiple perspectives on things that happen in Adventure Time. Uh, You guys are doing great. Um, Can't wait to hear you tackle later episodes. Uh, And it's great whenever you'll have guests on. He also says, P.S., I know it's late, but I just recently caught up on uh, a couple episodes and the Scholastic Book Fairs. And I always got the uh, Guinness Book of World Records, Mm -hmm. video game cheat books, or the Pokemon Pokedex books, or books on animals and dinosaurs. And I got to say, the Pokemon Pokedex books
1: I cherished those oh, yeah. as a kid. I, I literally think I bought every single one of those things he listed. <laughs> like, I think I bought a Tony Hawk Pro Skater Game Boy oh, yeah. cheat oh, book yeah. there. I think I bought... Uh, if I never bought a Guinness Book of World Records, it's because I went to the book fair... And stood there for an hour looking at it. And then I had to leave it because they were like 50 bucks. <laughs> um, and uh, then, yes, but, dude, those Pokemon ones. And it, did, it, did was that the one, the Pokedex book, it came with like the poster you could fold out with the with the first 151 on it. Oh, oh I, yeah. I for sure had that poster. It
0: was on the back of my childhood bedroom door. And oh, yeah. that, that first 151 Pokemon, I think I had that one and the second Pokedex book they came out with. But the first one had Pikachu on the cover. Just mm. like, being, you know, the mascot or whatever. And I, man, I just lived and breathed by that uh, book. But he also says, PPS, I'm excited for when Susan shows up again and for Russell to experience that along with the rest of the show. Yes. Uh, Derek, thank you. Thank you for hitting us up. And don't forget, y'all, Robbie sent in a a video, not a video, a photo of his review on Apple Podcasts. And we gotta shoot him a sticker. We gotta send him a sticker. So, yeah. Anyone else who wants one, do us send us a review and uh, send us a photo of
1: the review you did on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, quick plug, quick plug right there. But let's jump. Just let's jump back into this, man. I love, I love our Travelers Log, but we definitely got to get into the meat, the meat of video makers. Yeah, before it gets too late in this. Before episode. it gets too late. Oh yeah. Um, well, also, just because we are rolling into just the movie club, and we love it. I love a scene. I don't know if you caught it because it's really quick, but when Finn's pouring all those drinks, he's pouring it out of one mug, right? I saw that, yeah. And and it's got uh, a. F- now, you might correct me if I'm wrong. I know you did RuneScape more than I did, but uh, mm. Futhark or Futhark, f- 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 which is an Anglo-Saxon rune language, but the cup actually says "cup of many ales" on the outside. <laughs> um, so not even an episode mistake. I think they just have a magic mug.
0: But they oh, can be like cool.
1: and say this drink and bloody Mary and Boo Boo Boo, you know. I
0: just assumed it was a an episode mistake that I happened to catch when I was actually watching the episode. That's that's no, pretty I, cool.
1: I think it was intentional and I love that because I I would have missed it the first time, mm-hmm. um, for sure. But but
0: movie club is such a great idea. And I was like trying to think of like my favorite clubs that I've been in growing up. Like TNDC was a great one that me and you had. Uh, Tuesday oh, yeah. night drinking club that Tuesday I can't really, drinking club. There wasn't a lot of drinking that happened. It was mostly just friends chilling. Um, and I, man, I'm like, I think I did a running club one time. I had Sigma Alpha Row, which was a cigar drinking, uh, smoking club. The cigar, <laughs> cigar drinking, drinking club. club. It was. Um, we all threw up every night. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I was in. I was, was in a
1: uh, a when I was a kid, I was in a Magic Tree House book club. Um, oh, there you go. And like, I would have fit they right in with that. Yeah, that, was, that one was awesome.
0: Those books were great. I think I mm-hmm. read them way past the like. I think they were for third graders, and I definitely read them in fifth grade. Oh yeah,
1: I, well, they was just oh, well. every school library had them stocked all the time. But yeah. great, great club. Definitely need to be a part of more clubs too. Yeah, um, social clubs. Well, they
0: they can't watch the film. They stop. Mm-hmm. There's a warning. It's the copyright law warning saying you know like. Don't use for unauthorized
1: whatever. Yeah, just like for the reason you couldn't like play the Super Bowl in the street, and then charge people five dollars to show up and stuff like that. You know, which
0: is not what they're doing at all. They're not breaking any rules, but I just love how Finn's just like respect authority, man.
1: You know, yeah, like respect authority, man. Yeah, he's, this idea he's very, that he's very righteous through this part. You know, even though. The the authority that would have been in
0: control of this was before the mushroom war, and they say that it doesn't matter anymore. But he's just like he just respects. He's so lawful in this episode; it's pretty incredible.
1: Very much a, and rule a little follower. annoying. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of annoying, a little annoying, especially because he kicks people out and like,
0: and yeah, again, no more
1: movie night. <laughs> yeah, and no more like they after they. But that that shows kind of like how Finn takes on every little challenge and adventure that comes his way is that this was something that people love. He was trying to be righteous about it. And we have like the boom, boom mountain situation all over again. Like just because it upset his friends, now he's got to go, make a movie in order to still have movie club. And d- he's kind of doing it for his friends just to keep it rolling, you know?
0: And he goes all in with it. I think that's something we could definitely say about Finn is when he sets his mind to something, he's he's going for it. The fact that mm-hmm. he finds a camera, they film their own movie or try to, I mean, you know, we'll get into that, but they definitely try and go the whole way. And we, we get to see some issues. The first, like, or really the the problem with the entire episode is that Finn and Jake... They didn't do any pre-production.
1: Yeah, That's, I was going to... It all comes down to that. I was going to say that officially there are seven stages to making a film. It's okay. development, pre-production, production, photography, rap, post-production, and then distribution. Uh, so they definitely jumped straight into the third one, which is just producing. There was no Yeah, and not even that, but no, no plan. Just no plan. Just B rolls.
0: All they had at first was just like B roll. Like I was like, "What is this avant-garde film of random junk?" As they said yeah. that they're creating. It's. It was just the most ridiculous thing. I I have a favorite clip from that first moment though. Okay. I loved the candies that are having a picnic and eating other sweets. I thought that was fun. Little like nod. Whenever there's like candies eating candies, I'm just like cannibalism. Yeah. Candy cannibalism. Just like in episode yeah. one,
1: <laughs> yeah, it was well. Yeah, you can see when and when Lemon Grab comes into the play in the future, like all of his citizens eat for a time being are just like basically lemon drops. It's very very weird, but is it? also it? I, my favorite Who's clip there. Lemon Grab voice
0: pie,
1: uh, same guy that does uh, Morty from Rick and Morty.
0: Oh shoot, okay, yeah. uh, uh, Justin Warlin.
1: Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, so that's that's Lemon Grab is a great. You either love or you hate lemon crab, but um, that's Mm. the dilemma. (laughs) Lemon crab eats candy lemons. But uh, (laughs) my favorite little clip definitely from the beginning was this two candy people holding a strawberry by sticks over someone else's mouth. And (laughs) I thought it was going to like drop. Weird, so weird. And it was like, oh, they're going to... But no, they were just holding it and that was it. But I think Finn even said
0: weird and then they moved on right there. There's like a little (laughs) moment when he says that yeah. Man, two two creative directing partners who have no similar vision. They have no idea what they're doing. Yeah. They're just
1: they're starting to the film. Dude, I got such a vibe. Um, and just to make a callback, because I couldn't help it, but from that uh the episode storytelling in season one, where Jake gets sick, or was it the beginning of season two? Um, whenever but when Jake gets sick and then Finn is tasked to go, um, uh, make a story for jake to make him feel better and then finn just kind of like walks along and tries to just like see things in their essence and make a story out of it and then kind of force a story out of it and i feel like at least that first scene before they uh decide to like write a story they're just like walking around filming and they're like get this this is awesome yeah similar vibes like similar vibes to storytelling
0: but but instead it wasn't as like forced i don't think Mm -hmm. finn or jake were like Set, well they were setting up scenes but they weren't forcing people to like fall in love you know like it's a it was a little different but definitely a similar storyline that's yeah very I, interesting
1: you know what's so funny to me is that when mm-hmm. they got all that footage they went to bmo and they watched it all back right and they walked straight to foot and then they were like it's pretty bad um i don't think we can make a movie out of this but when they go and they write their movie and produce it and film all of it they just expect they just give the film to BMO and say, yeah. Make a movie. Like, yeah, the
0: magic's in and the editing the magic's you know?
1: just, and, and you could even tell with neither of them, they even had there was no consistent characters in the scenes, at least that we saw. Um,
0: and so no, I don't, and I just they were setting
1: up scenes and then it was going for the other person's vision. You
0: know, the slime yeah. princess, like, vision was fins, you do mm-hmm. all those crazy things and it ends up being romantic because. Jake wanted a romantic comedy and Finn wanted an action adventure film. Yeah. Um, and then the same happened with the, the picnic where they were not the picnic, the, yeah, it's a, a picnic food fight essentially mm. that he sets up with the butler. Um, and who was the other person in that? That was at LSP, LSP, LSP
1: Pet Butt. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and that ends up being uh, an action scene, sort of. I, it's
1: a food fight, you know, but yeah. Like it, it almost, each scene almost goes, they have their vision, but it goes the other way. I just yeah. wish I was like, oh, if they were going to have a the Todd Johnson wedding, that it was like Slime Princess, who was the the woman standing in some at consistency, Todd Johnson. right? Yeah, some sort of character consistency. So, where yeah, the, it would make sense for them to just hand it all over to BMO, You know,
0: I I had no clue what was going on there. That that's a funny scene. I think we might have to take. A little commercial break and then we'll get back in and we'll, yeah, we'll discuss we'll, that scene and, and maybe uh get
1: into some segments yeah get into some segments but and, and analyze i mean we can we can break down the four scenes but they're they're pretty pretty much face value yeah. at that point but but yeah for we'll sure. take a quick breather because uh yeah oh man we had 21 minutes thanks for sticking around this long guys without taking a break welcome to the ad break
0: uh russell here we got a Ooh review or a, a movie review from Ooh review. Uh, everybody's favorite Ooh based magazine. Uh, this reviewer says check, please. The first movie is a modern take on a classic romance action, comedy adventure genre written and directed by a self-acclaimed adventurers, Finn and Jake fresh off two seasons of punctual adventuring. Check, please. The movie, the first movie tackles the complexity of a human and dog and Rainicorn and Cupcake relationships with brilliance and fresh simplicity. Coined this generation's Citizen Kane, check please, the first movie, this Friday, if you can imagine it near you.
1: What's up, guys? <laughs> What's up, dad? <Ned>? Sorry, you <laughs> actually like... got me on that one. <laughs> <laughs> If you guys don't know, since we're we're remote podcasting, <laughs> I, I had to lead us in with actually like just me singing our theme song. So every the time worst. It is before the worst. we come back in, Russell just hears me go. It's very funny. Yeah, it's, it's great. <laughs> Times it gets
0: him. <laughs> uh, anyways, how's it going, yeah, everybody? Man. Fun ad break. Fun yeah. ad break. I, ad I break. wrote that last night and I
1: was just that was like, it's yeah, good. That was good. That was a good one. Like as if Czech Police was a action rom com romance that actually was released. Yeah, and maybe there is. A, maybe there's all the B roll that Bemo stored away somewhere. You know, a couple fun little references to the Pokemon the first movie, Mewtwo
0: Strikes Back, where it's like kind of an extended ridiculous title where they just assumed there would be a second movie,
1: stuff like that. <laughs> you know, but anyways, oh, man. man. Well, has, when it comes to like films and stuff, have you ever met, made your own short film or been like? in school for a project, had to make short films and stuff? Oh, man, I have always wanted to.
0: You are tapping into like a dream and like another universe. We actually had this conversation yesterday. There's a new Frothy Monkey over in East Nashville, not a sponsor. Frothy Monkey is fantastic. And we were talking about like in another universe, another timeline, what did you pursue? And Mm. kind of like the film or like cartoons, what we're talking about, like being... A writer, I I feel like it would be so fun. And I always thought it would be a good idea to make or just a a fun expression to create YouTube videos with friends of mine. But I was the only friend determined to do skits on YouTube and no one else wanted to. So
1: we didn't ever do it. What about yourself? No, for me personally, I'd say I only had a class in college where we had to do like a fake, some sort of video that would. You know the the whole class was about if you are teaching elementary aged kids how to like like create content and like products that kept them engaged essentially. So okay, we did we did like a movie trailer about like teaching kids about the the water cycle or something like ridiculous <laughs> like that. It was it was really fun and and that's what I said. Yeah. I think once you get into it, the, the creativity aspect is so much fun. I just don't know. I, the only thing that wasn't fun about it was the responsibility side. So again, I think I would always, you know, if I did more video creating, it would be for fun on the side, not the the obligation of having to remain creative. Yeah, in that I, space. Think,
0: I think I could do funny bits. The more I think about it and, and just knowing who I am and my capabilities, I think it would be fun to be in a writer's room and to just spitball ideas. But that would be about all I could do. I don't think I would have the capability of writing out a script. I think that is too much for me. I was not good at reading and writing in school as far as like, I was fine. I mean, I had good enough grades to get in the UGA or whatever, but, um, but it wasn't my strong suit. My strong suit was math at the time, mm-hmm. you know? So I, I just don't think it comes naturally for me as much as some other things do. But yeah, in this other
1: universe, that. other timeline, I'm great at it, and so <laughs> I pursued it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If basically, if you could change one aspect of you in a different timeline,
0: yeah, like instead of being musically yeah, talented, it's it's writing, yeah, or film something.
1: buff or something like that. Yeah, that's so. funny. That's funny. But no, it's it's interesting. I guess you know now the extent of our short filmmaking is just with promotional tiktoks and everything yeah it
0: kind of is we
1: got that down I, to a pretty much a buzz science at this point so that's we
0: good. need to take advantage of that maybe i need the i'm too worried about messing up the algorithm anyways back to the episode we're talking about uh video makers yeah,
1: we're talking about of. video makers and we we're talking and not that, that, but um but yeah you you told me that one of your favorites was the wedding scene that they were filming
0: the wedding scene was good man Lady Rainicorn, and uh, my sexy character of the episode... I want to have your baby. Todd Johnson, also yeah. known as Mr. Cupcake. He's Todd Johnson. He's not really my type. He doesn't do it for me, but I can appreciate the time that he puts into sculpting those muscles. Yeah, I And think I get if, why she was kind of like <laughs> blushing at him.
1: Yeah. When well, we go back, there is, a, I think, a, an episode even in a, a later season where... Somebody's at the beach and, like, uh, Mr. Cupcake's around and somebody gets jealous again because Mr. Cupcake's, like, out there, like, flexing or something like that. Didn't you say he
0: started a war or a war started around him or something? Am
1: I making that up in my mind? I I don't think so. Dang it. Uh, Oh, no, no, no. We were probably talking about, um, there's an episode where, like, Finn gets a bunch of miniature characters and he keeps, like, manipulating them to, like, do stuff and so like there's a big like love triangle with his little miniature characters there that must be what it was it's kind of okay. yeah that one's kind of funny but it's not it's, it's all in like a hypothetical world ah dang all right well
0: yeah he's my sexy character uh i think it might be created for the male gaze more than anything i don't i don't know if <laughs> girls would really be into giant muscular arm Cupcake people with, I don't know if he does Lud Day. I can't remember if you're he's never got know. Buff Hey, if or you're not.
1: if you're an overly large fan of Mr. Cupcake out there, let us know. We need to know if anybody actually likes him. Yeah. And not just dudes being like, hell yeah, buff, dude. Awesome.
0: <laughs> it's like superheroes. Not, oh, not that sort of a thing. But anyways, uh, yeah, man. Also, it's funny, they're kind of taking a very cliche kind of classic like teen movie trope of you know, you're not, you're not in love, she's doing this for a bet, but then you'll find out that you're know, all actually in love. Like, Jake's mm-hmm. mindset is, he's killing it. Romantic comedy. I mean, I could think of uh, Not Another Teen Movie, which yeah. basically has that exact plot. It's that, with, it's that exact,
1: Well, yeah, and that one's like a whole, what is it, uh, like satirical movie about it is. all the rom-coms. But that is, I mean, I, I'm glad you bring that up because I noted that, like, kind of everything that Jake suggests is, like, the bad idea from a rom com movie, you know, mm-hmm. like it is, yeah, like, and that maybe either like overly, or like too stereotypical, um, or the him just getting so obsessed with mm, Jack, please. <laughs> and I was like, does Jake know anything about romance at all? Or is he I don't literally know. now? Cause he, remember, he gives so much relationship advice to Finn, and then he's over here writing a rom com and has like zero bit of originality or you know actual meat to it. Yeah. And then he he pulls
0: uh well, I was about to make a Will Ferrell or not Will Ferrell, Will Smith reference, but it's topical right now because it happened yeah. last night at the Oscars, but uh it won't be in four <laughs> weeks when this comes weeks, out. Yeah. So whatever. He he goes, What? I don't see her complaining or whatever. And then she J- jumps uh Mr. <laughs> Cupcake and they start fighting
1: Oh, so man, I wish now. Jake being in the movie would have been great if that was the scene, and then there's a jealous person that jumps in and like, that's no, that's my girl. Like that, that that would make for the better movie, in my opinion. Maybe you should have you should have been helping him out, man. Maybe we just have to write and uh, do a whole screenplay for our own. Check, please. Well, volume S- romantic send it into comedy Cartoon network. <laughs>
0: yeah, based off of Adventure Time characters. Yeah, or are you trying to do a an action adventure?
1: Uh, I mean, you can you can do both. That's the well. Funny which thing, one like, do you want to do?
0: Which one are you trying to I, do?
1: I think we'd we me and you personally would. let it at write the same time. Better. Ready? Ready? One, three,
0: two, one. Action Rom-com.
1: adventure. No, ah. we would do a better... I think we would do a better. Rom- I would do in either one of them with you.
0: Eh, let's just film a bunch of random crap and we'll leave it up to editing. Yeah, we'll just we'll send leave it, it up to, to, to Michael. Michael. We'll
1: send it to Michael. We'll give him a grab bag of footage to make it <laughs> and he's he's the BMO to our operation.
0: Uh I'm flattered and scared that y'all think I could do this. Ned why are you magic. fighting with your friend <laughs>
1: <laughs> Oh ma'am. Um that's I don't know. I will we would be terrible screenwriters.
0: Yes. Well at the end of that scene while we're talking about it, we're wrapping it up, my tops of the episode,
1: Shelby asking for the check. Yes. It's the best part of the episode. Yeah, well um, le- le- that leads to my lovely of the episode, oh, which is Shelby.
0: Give, give, give me some sugar, baby. Shelby. Yeah. Is that
1: Shelby, your lovely? Uh
0: the worm that lives in Jake's Viola. <laughs>
1: yeah. I love and it's I just I love every episode that has Shelby in it because the voice acting is just absolutely flawless for that character. It's like, perfect. It fits it's perfectly. So perfect. I like, go back to our TikTok and watch the um the the Christmas special post as well, and it's the scene where it's uh, from Adventure Time Christmas, and it's like Shelby being like, two guys just showed up at the party. The booger, tree trunks, Jake the dog, a piece of paper. Like, it's it's such a good like <laughs> Shelby good. voice scene.
0: Oh, uh, man. Yeah, I love... They kind of had to clarify at the beginning of the episode, the worm that lives in Jake's viola, because it's been forever. We've seen Shelby once, I yeah. think, in the entire series, and it was when he needed advice and he Mm -hmm. discussed it with uh, Shelby and Shelby was very like, not, not really giving him great
1: advice, but yeah, uh, that's that's why in this, in this episode, this, that scene, he's like, and a thimble of milk for Shelby, the worm that lives in Jake's And he's like, dude, you can just call me Shelby. (laughs) (laughs) Very cute. Uh,
0: My lovely is slime princess.
1: Oh, what?
0: I know. I don't know if I, I would have ever imagined it be slime princess, the the ditto character of this show. Um, is, that, is it because she dove into a pit of alligators and survived? It's it's yeah, she was bold enough to dive into the water and cute enough to smooch an alligator in the end. Yeah. It was just something it caught me off guard. You had Finn and Jake's mouths just agape, just in awe that the alligators just went after her as if that wasn't going to happen anyway. Yeah. Um, for real though. But uh, Yeah. But she did it. And it was kind of cute when she was kissing the
1: alligator. I don't, I don't know why. It's cute until we have this episode down the road. It's a full kind of like Finn and does an adventure in the slime kingdom with slime princess. And every time she comes around after that, it, it comes she's creepy to me like her like i'm so smoochable and cute i'm like mm, dude you're creepy man
0: i want to say she was my most punchable character at one point
1: yeah i think it, it might have been in the weird. ice king dating episode she was most punchable maybe
0: and prisoners of love yeah. i don't think i had the most punchable character thing yet but i said kind of creepy uh like a weird breathy voice almost seductive but great character design yeah, so yeah. that that's must true. be that's, what I'm thinking I of. think
1: that's exactly how I f- still feel. But you, you gained a little bit of respect enough for her to be your lovely this week.
0: It was, maybe it was the fact that she didn't really talk. And it was just the action <laughs> itself was cute. And I was like, yeah. oh, that's
1: freaking wild that she ended up making out with the alligator. I don't know. I couldn't it tell if she was like making out with it or if um, she was like keeping it at bay by smooching it. That's, holding, what I, I, that's what I was She was, thinking.
0: like, holding its mouth. Yeah. You know, you that, can hold the alligator's mouth shut. Interesting.
1: That's, that's Maybe what she I was, was being like,
0: what's up, alligator?
1: Gotcha, you know? <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, that's what I thought. And being kind of like, what is it? when If you oh, put your hand under an alligator's, like, tongue mouth, like like the soft part of its chin, it, like, won't move, which is really wild. Whoa. Is that um, real? Yeah, I think so. Don't go, try, guys, don't go trying it <laughs> at all. But uh, I think that's some Steve Irwin stuff on for you right there. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. But, well, yeah, don't, don't do that. And don't tell anyone (laughs) we, we sent you to do it. No, not at all. Well, well, now really the movie's been, the movie's done in this episode. They are now both, um, pumped that it's about to get post produced by BMO. Who's going to spend 20 hours editing all the footage. Um, And I love how at this point, neither either, both of them still believe that, their movies gonna get made and not the other person's, which I think is really funny. Um also it's at very that Hollywood point, at that point, what surprises me, and I could call this a Jake mistake of the episode. Make big pancakes. Um I have one stretchy power Jake mistake and one actual one, but like if Jake only liked his footage and Finn only liked his footage, couldn't they have just asked Bimo to make two different movies? And had they double movie need night. that anyways. Yeah, the the at the end of the
0: episode, the other characters are like, oh, can't wait till next week. So they're gonna have yeah. to do it anyways.
1: Yeah, that's why I said just like we we shouldn't have even been fighting at, at once. And maybe, maybe they just really wanted it, it to be a bros project. And like we're bros. Like well, this has to be a movie we have to work on together. And they were they trying didn't... to be uh,
0: the Cohen brothers or the the Russo brothers or <laughs> Russell and Ned <laughs> the, or yeah. Elton John and Bernie Toppin or what, you know, all the favorite, all our favorite, uh, partner creators out there. Yeah. Ben and Jerry's
1: Ben and Jerry. You can't have <laughs> Ben without Jerry in that case. And you can't uh, have Finn without all. Jake. So man, I you love know, BJ's. I get it. But at the that point they do what? <laughs> Nothing. I was making a Ben and Jerry's joke. Um, <laughs> me off my
0: It'll be funny. It'll be funny, and uh, when we listen back through it, probably maybe not. I don't know. Whatever,
1: they, whatever. But I was saying, yeah, them doing it together, I guess was more meaningful for them than anything. I guess, but they yeah. should have made two movies. That's what. That's where I'll leave it at that.
0: I, I agree. I my beef is actually with the final product a little bit, though. Mm-hmm. I didn't really understand. I'm guessing BMO created the 2D um pixelated green animation himself right none of that was actually any footage that they filmed out there because it wouldn't look like that i course, think it was the i think it itself? was
1: filmed but you you did see that bimo downloads all of the footage from the camera into his his mainframe uh mainframe game frame uh, that we talked about the other week <laughs> yeah downloads it all there And then when he displays it into the hologram, he has to, like, rig up wires to him and, like, almost has this, like, explosion moment and the wires rig up to the hologram. So I think it's, like, a... But do you think it was actual
0: footage that they shot while they were out there doing all the B-roll and filming? Or do you think it was just something
1: he made with his powers? I think it was B-roll stuff. Because it was, like, stuff, like, the first scene of BMO's little movie is Jake on the megaphone uh, and like coughing, and then Finn like brings him a glass of water. To well, like, then
0: my beef is that they have hologram
1: technology, and it looks terrible. Yeah, what's the yeah, point of who's, it? Just, I, who's developing it? Who's? I think they're just still like using old equipment um, that somebody, yeah. somebody out there in the past, pre mushroom war, we know at this point, had a hologram doer, but uh, they probably also had TVs. But Jake and Finn obviously don't have a TV. So this is the equivalent to like, we shot yeah, a movie in 8K, BMO. but you're watching it on a on a flat or a, <laughs> on an old school TV. It's it wasn't meant to be consumed in that format, you know. Yeah.
0: Well, according to the bemo's mug, he is the the number one mo, So number one mo,
1: and you'll know what that means. Uh, I want to talk about that, but I don't know uh, what that means. He he. I mean, I doesn't know what that means at this point, but. There's some great... like I've I've mentioned it almost every week now. There's great BMO episodes coming up.
0: Okay. Well, I don't think they're going to be able to top BMO's movie that he put together. The song is really great. It probably should have been my tops for the episode uh, if Check, Please had not been a part of this. Because the song is just really fantastic.
1: Yeah. It's Um, a good one.
0: Yeah. Hurting your friends will make you sadder. Guys, you know you are much more than this. Like, He just... He's like, come on, y'all, like, get back together, be friends, like, it's just a movie, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and I, I love that. BMO, the the third roommate who, like, facilitates their friendship in a great way.
1: Yeah. BMO, when, when they do fight or ever are at odds, BMO is a, a really good neutralizer, I feel like. Yeah. Sometimes you need that reminder the, to communicate, you know,
0: and mm-hmm. and express your thoughts. And, yeah, we've talked about that in the past, but it can be dang hard to get over your own ego and we see that in Finn and Jake both
1: having trouble getting you know, yeah, over their ego yeah, and, in this episode. And that's what well I was going to mention kind of I don't have like a ton of deep thoughts or like deep like anything from this episode more as much as I usually do. But I did say like I was like oh this kind of is just re- I feel like everybody can relate to this episode in one way shape or form whenever you're doing your your thing that's creative More than often, unless you're like a solo artist, um, even if it's sports too, you have to collaborate and pretty much that teamwork aspect has to be there. Um, And it's okay to have the differing opinions. Differing opinions typically make the end product better. Um, But that goes, I was going to say, that makes me deep think about our podcast. Well, you know, how many times we've had production meetings on how we want one thing to look or flow and... and you know, every commercial opinions. We
0: de- we <laughs> debate the commercials for 10 minutes and then they always end up bad.
1: <laughs> At least no, we but it's true. It, it is true. the though. podcast and then that ends up bad. But we, we, yeah. we, we find that middle ground of the creativity and, and you can't push someone else's down. I couldn't say actually, uh, Michael, as you're editing this, about 50% of it works and it's only the things that I say. You
0: know? Oh gosh, <laughs> like, <laughs> neither one of us are ever going to go behind the other person's back, hopefully, no, and be no. like, Michael, get rid of, and I, knowing Michael, he would, well, if, if you did it, he may not tell me, but if <laughs> I did it, he might tell you.
1: Um, no, we we keep things pretty <laughs> transparent. That's why we use Google Google Docs for any notes. Yeah, and, definitely. and edits. So what they don't know is that I edit the crap out of both of them. Yeah, and I think um, we're we're due
0: for one of those meetings. But it's it's just it's just one of those things. It's like like we say, every passion, if you do it and try and build something out of it, there's going to be a business aspect to it. Anytime you're working with a friend or doing something that you love, eventually, like. You're going to come into like little, little bumps in the road and you got to, you got to get past them. Yeah. Um, And I feel like we've done a decent job at that so far.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, and then that's, yeah, I think we, I think we've done a pretty, pretty darn good job. Yeah. Um, and it's hard to get, I mean, get some I'm, I'm, guests on here, though, man. We got to get some freaking guests on this we podcast. We do got to get some more fun guests on there. But uh, oh, I was going to say that made me think kind of just about when you said mixing business with the creativity side. And I went back to look at the seven stages of making a film. And I was like, yeah, it's pretty much stage by stage switches between like development um, and pre production. That's the creative side. Production is technical and business side, photography is more creative side. Uh, and technical on that end, um, the you know rap and post production that is a lot of technicality, but very creative, and then distributions like all business, you know, yeah um, yeah,
0: they have to coincide,
1: yeah, so all of those like moving pieces between the business side and then the creative side also have to flow together, and that I, I feel like mo- most disputes with anybody come on the creative aspect of it and not as much the technical. Man,
0: this would have been a great episode to have a director on. But uh, again, we're gotta, we'll got we work on those guests. Yeah. We'll get there. Any listeners out there, if y'all have any uh, friends in high places that you think would be really rad on the podcast, uh, let us know. But y'all, uh, my lesson, you know, hopping the lessons real fast. Yeah, now. To,
1: I'm, I'm down to hop to know a lesson.
0: Uh, start a club, even if it's for a joke. An anime club. Well, that's not a joke, but... An anime club would be great. Beyblade club. I saw one on TikTok and I was like that's kind of cool. Some high schoolers playing with Beyblades. Yeah. Um just it facilitates great hangs and I feel like some of my favorite and best friends have come from either clubs that we joined not knowing each other or we created ourselves as a joke or for fun or as a way to force people to hang out with us or whatever, you know, like just fun stuff. And I make a club.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. I just joined. I'm not going to say join me and my buddies are thinking about maybe officializing something around like a wine, like a wine club, but like guys only wine club. We'll okay. throw big events and stuff, but we'll on a weekly basis, go drink a glass of wine. Oh uh, no.
0: Making bottle, me jealous.
1: A, try boys something night. Like that. Boys night. <laughs> but we'll see. But uh, yeah, that's the, that's the one I'm trying cool. to figure out how to, how to make happen right now. Yeah. Um, What's your other, do you, is that your only lesson?
0: Yeah, the other lesson is, we just talked about it. Creative partners are cool, but you have to split it up uh, in order. Well, <laughs> sorry, I've read it through mm-hmm. my notes actually. Creative partners are cool, but you got to split up all that good, good advertising money. So my lesson <laughs> is maybe don't have a creative partner.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's true. The more The more artists that write your song with you or the more songwriters that are in the room, the more money you're giving them it's true yeah it's very true but it, that that lead that kind of goes into my my lesson my second lesson my first lesson is don't sleep on BMO because BMO's got some skills dude I didn't even Heck like yeah. talk about it but the fact that BMO who we just thought was their thing that played video games like now we realize has the mainframe game frame has the ability that those, those bunny They're and like, the frog, suck
0: people in and do people the in, and, and now BMO yeah.
1: has built in automated uh video editing skills and be able to like translate all of that into holograms. And we realize that Bemo's a great songwriter now, you know, so don't sit it's on It's one BMO of the better songs. Yeah, yeah. It's
0: one of the better songs of probably the, the
1: show in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. No, so far, this is definitely the one where they hit you with the heart string. They hit you with like, this is a, this is a legit song. Like even there, you could tell they put some thought and heart into it when they wrote it. Yeah. Um, my second lesson is, is, goes on what your final lesson was and what you were saying is that I think creativity is harder to work with when you have to collaborate. But every time I think I've done collaboration on anything creative, it actually makes a better product. That a one-tracked mind can't see your own pitfalls and you have to be able to let other people jump in and give constructive criticism. I don't think Jake and Vin were very good at constructive criticism. <laughs> more just flat no. out criticism. But that's, that's, I think, kind of the nature of what makes the best product. And, and I think BMO was at least the one that took that and made it the best product in their case. But it was because of the collaboration. You know.
0: Well, if you, if you do that wrong, you end up with uh, the prequels. So yeah. let's not do that. Let's
1: not do that, man. Well, that, I don't no, know. This they're growing a, on me. I
0: like the prequels; they're fine. I,
1: <laughs> well, I was going to ask just because uh, we've we've really kind of hit this on the head the last couple of episodes. Like, where does this one sit to you in terms of season two favorites? As we're almost over, it's not going to be in the top ten, man. We are creeping up on the end of the season, though. Yeah,
0: it might be. I, here's the thing: at the end of the season, I go back through and I kind of speed watch all the episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and skim through my notes and just see how I felt like when I I, I spent a little time doing that on the first season. I'll probably do that again on the second season. Yeah, it's it's about a it what, might surprise each me.
1: Season's like a six hour binge, maybe like yeah. It might it might take.
0: surprise me. And there's there's some like ways to like watch it on YouTube. We could speed it up to like two times oh, like faster two times speed, or whatever. Yeah, and so I'll do that sort of, but. I don't know, man. Uh, I enjoy think your enjoy your
1: rewatch, man. I I realize that I actually have to stop and sit and because I know the show, I'll jump to like season seven and just watch Adventure Time for enjoyment without thinking anything podcast related. And it's kind of it makes you feel like you're watching it through a, a little bit of a different lens. So do that the next time, okay. getting ready for our our season two wrap. But yeah, I, I was going to say this is going to sit pretty low on the list in terms of favorites on the season because i'm like dude we started season two off with Nighosphere. like come That's on true. like we got That's so true. many good ones
0: we had some dang good episodes this season so it probably yeah it's gonna be pretty low we got susan strong mystery train freaking pokemon the first movie <laughs> freaking
1: pokemon the first movie death in
0: bloom that was a great one oh yeah, yeah. there's some good stuff in here well, All right, ma'am.
1: We'll but see. Uh, yeah, tell these tell these lovely travelers where they can they can you know put on their travel boots and follow us.
0: Thank you for listening. Check us out. y'all. we're on Instagram at Neverending Adventure Podcast, TikTok at Neverending Adventure Cast, Twitter at N-E-A underscore Podcast. You can email us just like we talked about at the beginning of this episode. The travelers log is at nea.travelerslog at gmail.com. You can also check us out on YouTube. That's a lot. It's like another way to listen and and check out the show and our clips that we post if TikTok's not really your thing um, or Instagram for that matter. And also, if you review the podcast on Apple Podcasts, which is an app that's already on your phone if you have an iPhone, you can take a snapshot of that and send it to us and we'll send you all a, a sticker. Like I'm keeping track right now. We've got a couple already in. Uh, just because, kind of ahead of time, the fifty eighth episode hasn't even aired, but I just told a couple of people. Um, so yeah, get your stickers; it'll it'll be fun. Uh, I'm really looking forward to that. I've got two wrecks to end this. I just I, something I think I might want to start doing is just like a real quick wreck. Not talk about it. Just here's what it is: my wreck into the wild. Watched it maybe last weekend, and it shook me. It rocked me. It's crazy. It's it's kind of sad. So if you're not prepared for that, don't watch it. And Tim Burton's Batman. Oh. So dang good. <laughs> is that Michael Keaton
1: or <laughs> it is Michael Keaton. Yeah. yeah. And Jack
0: Nicholson as the Joker. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Let's well, see That's So like, they always like say Michael process. Keaton, they, they talk about him being the best Bruce Wayne, and it's hard. Yeah, Heath Ledger's Joker is awesome, but it's like such a different Joker than Jack Nicholson. Yeah. So,
0: well, Jack Nicholson's at the toward the end of the movie, he has a pistol in his pants that's four feet long. It's hilarious. Yeah, it's great. It's very comic booky. Tim Burton's world feels very like of Gotham City
1: and the comic books. It's really cool. Uh, rewatching yeah, that. Yeah. So and that's a good one. Well, and uh my rec is the the new Batman <laughs> <seen> it's
0: <laughs> Yeah, great. It's it's better. <laughs> it's, it's good. It's, it's really good. Really
1: good. Um, we, could do, we could do a whole review on that one, but yeah. I'm sure that that's that's probably getting so overkilled in the podcast probably. world right now. Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, yeah, check us again next Tuesday. Every Tuesday, we got a new episode for you guys. Uh, I'm sure. Next week, we'll probably... What do you think, Ned? Probably just another lighthearted, enjoyable, upbeat Adventure Time episode?
1: (laughs) No, not necessarily. We have got... uh, Next week, we are starting to, I think, kind of get to our, like, what, three episode left of season two. And it wraps pretty pretty intensely. Like, it gets... We start to see... And I say, you know, I've always said the end of when Finn's with the Fire Princess or when she comes into play... Uh, that's when it starts getting deep. I don't think I just, I realized that at the end of season two wraps up kind of just like the tone changes a little bit. And we'll talk hmm. about this all next week, but the tone begins to change in terms of seriousness. And when you have those lighthearted episodes like this one versus when things get real, you know? So it's not going to be a fun, lighthearted, well, per se, discussion. We, we'll We'll keep it that way, but... Party forever? (laughs) Maybe. I love the
0: juice guide. All right.
1: See (laughs) See (laughs) ya.